Colorado State University recently issued its forecast for the upcoming Atlantic hurricane season. I spoke with Dr. Phil Klotzbach, director of the forecasting project. How is the Atlantic different from other ocean basins? One of the big things is that when you have El Nino events, the Atlantic Ocean typically has less activity due to changes in wind patterns. That's one of the reasons why the Atlantic is different from the Pacific. The Atlantic is also, it's kind of always on the edge. Always on the edge, meaning? Year to year, there's a lot more variability in Atlantic seasons. You can get a really big season or you can get a really quiet season. Fairly small changes can make big, big differences in the Atlantic. Hurricanes are very responsive to their environment. There's a lot of years where not all that much happens in the Atlantic. But then there's other years, if you force the environment in such a way that it's more conducive, you can get a big season. How important to a storm, to the strength of the storm, to the duration, how important is symmetry? If you have pretty strong winds at upper levels kind of blowing from a different direction than than at low levels, that tends to kind of tilt and disrupt the circulation. And so when you have a very strongly tilted storm, that storm tends to weaken. And that's just because when it's tilted, you're more likely to mix in dry air into the storm, which kind of chokes off the thunderstorms. And if it's really strongly tilted, you just don't get the, the winds to accelerate. If you want a strong storm, you want the storm to be, you know, pretty much symmetric. Hurricanes are self-propagating. Once they get going, they keep themselves going. If you have a hurricane over a warm ocean and you don't have much shear and there's enough moisture, it'll just keep on chugging along. But they also are very dependent on the environment. So obviously if a hurricane goes over land, it loses its energy source and it weakens usually pretty quickly. Also, too, if you know, a hurricane can be going along and intensifying just fine and then suddenly it hit basically either a pocket of dry air or a lot of shear or both, and that will cause it to weaken. So if left alone to their own devices, they will tend to kind of keep on chugging. They basically are kind of like a heat engine. The winds evaporate water off of the ocean surface, and then that basically goes into the circulation, up in the circulation, it condenses. And so basically a hurricane is kind of like an in-up-and-out circulation. You have winds spiraling into the storm at low levels. They go up in the thunderstorms, and they spiral out at upper levels. One of the things you take into account in making your forecast of the hurricane season is the seasonal rainfall in Western Africa. How does Western Africa's seasonal rainfall affect the hurricanes that form in the Atlantic? When you have a lot of rain in West Africa, that's indicative that you basically have stronger thunderstorm complexes coming off of the West Coast of Africa. Basically, most years, the number of those coming off Africa is fairly constant, but there's some years where they're stronger. And when they're stronger, that tends to kind of load the dice that they're more likely to develop into hurricanes. If you have a bunch of really strong thunderstorm complexes coming off of Africa every few days, that tends to just basically load the dice that you're going to get um, one or more nasty hurricanes. The Atlantic, I understand, is unusually warm this year. Every year from you know February, March to September, the waters are warming. But this year, they're just warming up very quickly. Normally, when the waters are warm, that provides more fuel for the hurricanes. But also, when the waters are warm, that tends to make for also a more unstable atmosphere, which is also more conducive for the hurricanes. Kind of the big kind of push-pull on this season is we have near-record warm or record warm, depending on where you want to measure it, in water temperatures in the Atlantic, but also the potential for quite a robust El Nino event in the Pacific. And so... It's kind of a question as to how those two things are going to push-pull against each other to um, determine you know, how busy the overall season is. The air pressure over the Caribbean is important to your forecast. 
When you have low pressures in the Caribbean, that means you have a more unstable atmosphere there, which generally is more conducive for storms. Could you give me a summary of your forecast? Right now, we're forecasting a near-average hurricane season with a total of 15 named storms. Of those 15 storms, seven becoming hurricanes, and of those seven, three becoming major category three, four, or five hurricanes. That compares with a long-term average of about 14 storms, seven hurricanes, and three major hurricanes. So basically a dead-on average hurricane season this year. Phil, this has really been fun. Thank you very much. Thanks so much for having me. Take care. I've been speaking with Dr. Phil Klotzbach of Colorado State University. For KVMR, I'm Al Stoller.